Hey guys, welcome back to Kids on Climate Change. I'm Sarah. And I'm Rashika. And today is our final podcast. I know, it's a very sad day. So what we're going to be doing is just like a bit summary of all the things we've talked about in our previous podcasts. And a quick little review on the project entirely. So a couple of the things that we have talked about previously is the effects that climate change will have on our future, some of the things that are actually happening now. The health effects and how society is oblivious to what's happening. Well, not entirely oblivious, but just our attitude towards everything that's going on. Yeah. So right now we're just going to do a quick little overview of the entire project. Um, so basically, like we said in the first podcast, this project was to try and get as much information as we could and find a new way to discover this information by using a different platform. We really had to uh, persevere because there were some troubles, including getting locked out of our Twitter accounts many, many times. Um, but it was really just to kind of broaden our knowledge and giving us different tools and different ways of learning. This also helped us gain new skills, um, learning how to talk to different people online and how to put out your best online persona and not to be different than who you are. Using uh, your best professional voice and really teaching us when it is okay to use like slang and stuff and talk like a teenager, but really when we do need to um, make it more classy and when we are talking to professionals, how to talk to them properly. It also taught us how valuable our information really is. And if it is not valuable, we don't need to publish it out to our Twitter accounts. Um, it showed us to, there's this character limit on uh, tweets. And it told us, it helped us learn how to be more concise and not go on and on about anything and just get straight to the point and deliver the information exactly all right so in our second podcast we talked about um society's kind of um generally feelings and attitude towards climate change which for me in the past and present i have found is generally like oh um this one small thing that i'm doing won't affect it or Um, If it's just me working for climate change and trying to make it better, I'm not going to affect anything, so why should I even try? This attitude that we have towards climate change isn't helping us in any way. Um, If anything, it's helping us deteriorate our planet faster. It's really letting people justify um, their decisions and choices on, you know, using unreusable materials and all that stuff they just kind of accept it and say oh it's just this one time or it's just this one small thing but like I said before using the example of coffee cups as we saw it really um it really adds up and it's not just one small coffee it's just adding up over time and you always have to think about you aren't the only one who's saying this you aren't the only one who's saying oh I'm the only one doing anything There are multiple people all around the world who contribute to it. 
And if all of us band together and try and stop it, it is very, very possible to stop the climate change. There's people all over the world, countries that are starting to do stuff like this, and it's making a difference. Another thing is the whole um, mindset out of sight, out of mind. So like the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, we know that that's two, um, two times the size of Texas, but we're not seeing it every day. So we don't really think about it every day. It, again, out of sight, out of mind. But if that garbage was filling our streets, if it was all over our houses, we'd want to clean it up right away. We'd want to get something done. So why is it different if we just, you know, don't pay attention to it? And this is like an easier way of putting this, is this great Pacific garbage patch is invading the homes of thousands of marine animals. We wouldn't like it if somebody else dumped a whole lot of garbage on our own houses and affected our living spaces. So why do we feel like it's okay to do it to other animals? So really, we just need to kind of work hard and get out of that mindset. And really, um, like I said in the second podcast, um, I'm challenging you guys to do something every day um, that will help the climate. So whether it's um, packing your lunch instead of buying one, whether it's taking your coffee in a travel mug instead of hitting up Timmy's, um, maybe you decide to bike to school or, or walk to school or bike to work or walk to work instead of taking the car. Also, like when you are going out to fast food restaurants, and I'm not completely saying, oh, you cannot go to fast food restaurants. I get it. I like McDonald's too. But there are things like, why do you need the cup and the straw why, or the um, lid and the straw? Why can't you just drink from a cup when you're at home? You don't drink from a straw. It's just something that we are so pre-programmed to do. So just maybe don't take the lid in the straw next time. So basically what we want you guys to understand is that we need to think about our actions and we need to be able to see the fact that our actions do have consequences to our planet and that we need to be more mindful about every little choice we make And basically just really staying on top of everything that we do. All right. So the next thing we really talked about is uh, the future generations and how they will be affected. So we kind of touched on uh, what's happening right now. So like the tornadoes in Ottawa, the extreme weather changes. So the super cold winters with tons of snow, but then the super dry, hot summers. Um, And basically, we can expect for that to just progress and to get worse as the years go on. And that's not just the basis or the base of this. The health and this climate change is making it going to make our planet, if we don't do something, inhabitable for our future generations. Your grandkids or your children aren't going to be able to survive on this planet if we don't take action now. Do we really want to be responsible for um, the extinction of the human race? Just because we can't reuse a bag and we need our plastic and we have to do all these little things that affect our planet so much? This is a crisis and 
a lot of people are just kind of brushing it off, but it is, it should be our global, like our top global issue, but it's still like 12th on the list. It's getting beaten out on social media by YouTuber drama and little things like Hollywood gossip. That is more important to so many people than this crisis. And a lot of countries haven't even called it a crisis yet, even though they know very well that it is one. So many people are just still calling it climate change. It's no longer climate change. It's now a climate crisis. We can't do more. Like, if we keep going the way we are, we're not going to be able to live on this earth. Mm -hmm. And one thing I want to say right now is, I don't know about you, Rashika, but you see all these, like, posts on people's Instagram stories about climate change and all that stuff. And people just reposting all these posts. And yeah, it's great to bring awareness to stuff. But if you're not actually taking action and doing something, those awareness posts are doing nothing. So you really need to make a plan and take action. (coughs) Sorry about that. But there are many different things and websites on the internet that are promoting healthy and like better planet for ocean for ocean is a great example um they're a non-for-profit company and uh they make these cute little beta bracelets out of the recycled plastic and uh glass that they find on beaches in in oceans and they're basically this massive ocean cleanup project and the money from the bracelets that you buy go to continue helping to clean up the oceans um, another great company is, you might know, people might know of this, it's 10 trees. Every product you buy, they do plant 10 trees somewhere in the world. And another amazing website, it's, I don't remember it's what it's called, but it's a search engine. So whenever you, like for example, when you use Google, the same thing, it's like you use a search engine and every time you search something, a tree is planted or they send a team to do some garbage cleanup. And it's just things like this is what's going to help save the planet. And we're not saying to completely boycott all the other stuff, but we're just saying be more mindful of your contributions. Yeah. You can still, if you really have to, if you forget your travel mug, go ahead and buy that coffee cup, but try to make sure that you have that travel mug and that's your first option and not the coffee cup that you buy in stores. All right. And lastly, what we talked about as well is um, the impacts on our health. So that relates directly with what is going to happen in the future. So the more heat we see, the more heat stroke and different diseases that come with that. Different diseases are being brought up now because of this exposure to the heat, even to the cold. It's affecting our body's ability to control our body temperature. More people are going to get sick, and it's going to be all in all a harder time for the next generations to be living in this planet. All right. That's all we have for you guys today. Thank you for staying on this journey with us. Make sure you follow our Twitters. Mine is at S-P-E-T-E underscore. And mine is 
underscore r-i-s-h-i-k-a-a underscore thank you guys so much for staying tuned with us and listening to our podcasts we hope you guys learned something and enjoyed and i really want to stress this please please take up my challenge and please do something once a day that will help the planet thank you guys and that's all we have for you and remember this is the our one planet we gotta save it all right ciao for now Thank you.